0: I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. Hi, welcome. Today's message is entitled, Put Up a Fight. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ to ask you, O God, to speak to us by your word today. As this word goes forth, Lord, let them not hear me. Let them hear you. Holy Spirit, take control. Teach us. And to you, Lord, be all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. And the church said, Amen. All right. Put your hands together for the Lord, and you may be comfortably seated. In Jesus' name. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly, Jesus said. As a child of God, listen, the enemy will attempt to challenge your right to the abundant life Christ died for you to have. But you have what it takes to overcome him. Every battle you face is conquerable. God will not let any challenge come to you that you cannot win. 1 Corinthians ten 13. Let's listen to it in the Message Bible. No test. Or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He will always be there to help you come through it. Come on, say amen to that. Say it again, amen. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, resist, persist, put up a fight. The victory is already yours. Listen. Even in heaven there was war. Revelations 12, verses 7 to 9. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. The war landed on earth, folks. Revelations 12, 11. Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, listen. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And that's why Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 6, uh, chapter 6, verse 12, Fight the good fight of faith. It is a good fight because we have already won. It is a good fight because Jesus Christ already won the battle for us. Anything in your life and my life, contrary to the truth, put up a fight. Do not accept any negative condition as your fate in life. Put up a fight. Never settle for defeat. You are ordained to overcome. That's why Jesus Christ came and died and rose. There is war on the earth, of course. There are demonic spirits, but they cannot overcome you. Romans 8, 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Come on, say amen. Say amen. Now, how do you put up a fight? Before we look at that, let's look at the enemy's strategy. Whenever teams are competing, they make time to study the player that will present the greatest challenge to them. Now, let's look at some of the main strategies of Satan. Number one. The blindfold of ignorance. The blindfold of ignorance. He keeps men and women ignorant of the truth. The gospel, the word of God, the Bible appears like foolishness to the unbeliever. Even the believer who lacks proper understanding of the truth can also be trapped by the blindfold of the enemy. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine onto them. So you see, there's a blindfold. Hosea four six, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, but that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say another amen. And Mark chapter 4, verses 14 to 15 The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And so you must not let the word be taken away from you. The second strategy of the enemy, number two, bitterness and unforgiveness. The enemy is very aware of what's in the book. You know, he knows what's written in the word. The average Christian may carry it in ignorance. But Satan knows the power of what's in it. You know, people can sometimes walk around with a big Bible, but they don't know the power that it, that it carries or how to in, interact with that power. But he knows that if he keeps you angry at so-and-so, fussing about so-and-so, not speaking to so-and-so, your prayers will not be answered. Your line to heaven is blocked. Mark 11, 23 to 26. Let's listen to this. Actually, we'll take it to verse 25, Mark 11, 23 to 25. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Verse 25 now. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. So you see the importance of it? We cannot hold on to bitterness and anger. We have to let it go on forgiveness. No, no, no. In addition to that, it's not good for your health. It can make you sick. Number three, the third strategy of the enemy, fear. Satan uses the spirit of fear to run the planet, especially now during this pandemic. That spirit attacks minds with doubts, insecurities, anxieties, and keeps people perpetually depressed, worrying about the bad news that is going on, or that may go on. Fears about family, finance, health, business, career, hold men and women in captivity. Meanwhile, provisions have been made for all these in God's word. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when fear comes, resist it. You say, in the name of Jesus, fear, I resist you. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Come on, say amen. Now, how do you put up a fight? Let's look at that now. Number one, the word, the word, the word. The word is your defense against the satanic blindfold. If if you don't know what God has said about your glorious life, you will be defeated when things around you are not looking glorious. And we all know that we pass through those times in life when things are not looking like it. Therefore, you must schedule quality time to spend in the Word, searching out His awesome plans for your successful life. The Word supernaturally empowers you to take hold of what belongs to you. The more you feed on the Word, the more you meditate upon what God has promised and what He has said concerning you, you get stronger inside. Satan's job is to keep you out of the book. So listen what happens. If you run around all day and find yourself tired and despondent in the evening, it's simply because you're empty. You're empty. You haven't spent enough time feeding your spirit man on the word. Remember, you're not just this flesh and bone. There is an inner you, your spirit, and he has to be fed the word of God. And as he is fed, You are strengthened from within and able to overcome and deal with the challenges of life. Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 107 verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The word of God is the secret. In the word you will find Philippians 4.13. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that no matter how hard the task is you may be facing, God strengthens you for it. In the the word you find 1 John 4.4. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so as you arm yourself and you meditate upon the word of God, you are strengthened to face the challenges and to overcome. Number two, number two, how do we put up a fight? Faith, faith. Build your faith day and night in God and in His Word. Faith is your greatest weapon in achieving your victory and the one Satan will send the spirit of fear to attack. Faith is the number one weapon for the children of God to rise above fear and lay hold of what belongs to them. Only faith can make the impossible become a tangible reality. Hebrews 11.1 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And Romans 10:17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes from the hearing and the hearing and the hearing of the word. As I said earlier, spend time studying the word. Meditate on empowering verses that promise you your heart's desires. Listen to audios. Read the books of the anointed prophets and teachers of God to open up your understanding. You see, you cannot manifest beyond your understanding. If you don't know what's yours, doubt will come in and rob you. But that shall not be you under the sound of my voice. Come on, say amen. Say it again. Amen. Number three, how to put up a fight. Fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Fasting and prayer makes you more sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit to move out any resistances to your breakthroughs. Fasting and prayer doesn't change God. His plans for you are always the same. But it enables you to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit's guidance. And number four praise 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 oh that's so important when the children of judah had three mighty armies coming to destroy them they went to face the armies singing praises to god listen to this second chronicles will we'll look at it from second chronicles chapter 20 verses 21 to 22 but when make time i'm not going to even say when you have time because you'll never have time you have to make time for the things of god make time to read this chapter Again if you have read it before and if you're new to it make time Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're going to look at verses 21 and 22. And when he had consulted with the people he appointed singers unto the Lord and that should praise the beauty of holiness and as they went out before the army and to say praise the Lord for his mercy endure it forever verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Amen and amen. As they praised, God was fighting their battles. Listen to this documented testimony. I love this testimony of a couple who uh, used praise in the midst of a challenging situation. It's entitled, Divine Intervention via Praise. Ideal in Iron Rods On February 17th, my trailer load of iron rods was stolen by armed robbers in the middle of the night. When I was informed, I jumped out of bed, called my wife, and we engaged in aggressive praise and worship. Lo and behold, that same day, the trailer was found on the outskirts. Before we got there, though, the rods were stolen. Thereafter, my wife and I changed our gear. In other words, they increased their momentum, their intensity of the praise and worship. Afterwards, we informed the police around the area about the situation. Three days later, the iron rods were found. Also, some of the armed robbers were arrested. Praise the Lord. And the testifier is at Jiboye Sunday. Now, isn't that awesome? Here they get these bad, this bad news. But the first thing he did was jump out of bed, get his wife, and they start to praise and sing. That's warfare praise. They start to praise and sing and, and worship God. And what happened? The truck was found. But the goods were stolen. Did they go to the police right away? Not yet. They still didn't go to the police right away. Isn't that awesome? They went back now. He said, we increased our gear in praise. In other words, we praised more intensely. And then we told the police. And what happened? Everything was found. Praise is a supernatural weapon. It's just an awesome weapon that can make anything happen. I believe in praise. You know, every morning when I get up, I start my day in praise and worship to God, thanking God for all that he has done, thanking God for all that he will do. I have not been worried for years. I'm telling you the truth. I don't allow worry and anxiety. Yes, I've had many opportunities to worry, (laughs) many opportunities to be anxious, but they don't overcome me because why? I don't receive them. I'm always in thanksgiving, always looking for a song to sing. I don't care what's going on, what I'm doing. I'm humming in my heart. I'm praising God. And I'm sure I got this really from my mother. I, you know, I would always know my mom was coming home because I would hear her at the gate singing. I would hear her humming. And she had shared with me that her father used to do the same thing. She would always hear her dad humming. She would always hear him praising. And so it's handed down to me. I praise. It doesn't mean you're not challenged. It doesn't mean you're not facing situations. But when you stay in praise, God fights for you. God rises up on your behalf. I have come through so many challenges just by keeping my heart in praise and thanksgiving to God. And so we offer it to you today. Meditate on the promises of God. Spend quality time going through the scriptures, reading the epistles, reading the gospel. Allowing it to saturate your spirit with hope and with joy and build your faith. And you will never, ever be overcome. There will be challenges, but you will not be overcome. Come on, let's give God thanks for the word that we've heard. Father, we thank you for it. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you an opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. And you don't have access to the power of God, the protection of God. If you're under the sound of my voice and you knew Jesus Christ, but you got disconnected, he sent me to tell you, come home. He loves you and he's calling you to come back home. So both groups pray this prayer with me now. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Welcome, you have just come home to the kingdom of our Father Almighty God, and a change has taken place within you. So now you have to do your part. You have to pray and ask God to lead you to your church home. You belong somewhere. And it will be a church where they preach and teach the uncompromised word of faith, which is the word of God. I attend Winner's Chapel in Hempstead, Long Island, and if you live in the New York area, you're welcome to visit us there. We also have churches all over the world. And I'm sure there's one near you. And you can write to me at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. I'd love to pray with you and encourage you on your journey. Well, that's it for today. As you go, know that God's Holy Spirit is going before you, making safe, joyful, and successful your way. As you go, know that all things are working together for your good. As you go, remember, you are the head, not the tail. You are above, not beneath. You are the lenders, not the borrowers. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I command the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the dumb to talk, the lame to walk, the sick to become whole, the poor to become rich and wise. And in the name of Jesus, I command the dead under the sound of my voice to rise. I love you. God bless you. I'll be with you next time. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit HazelGoodmanMinistries.org and sow your love offering. If you are blessed by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. Also, visit us at HazelGoodmanMinistries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born, born to reign in reign. life. You're no ordinary person. I'm you are destined by God for greatness. I'm no ordinary person. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Today? Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are death.